Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, what up, what up, and welcome to the show. It is Maggie and Perloff. We're across the country on CBS Sports Radio. We are streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come on in and have some fun in our ridiculous chat. <laughs> These guys are weedos and gals. Weedos, purple drinkers, and they're very, very fun. Unfortunately, we have to start the show in a place that's not all that fun, Perloff, because Jalen Carter, the standout defensive lineman from Georgia, the two-time national champion, is now leaving the NFL scouting combine. Yeah. He is heading back to Athens because there is a warrant out for his arrest. He's been charged with reckless driving and racing, and this all stems from a fatal accident that happened on January 15th, which was the night of the Georgia Bulldogs championship parade. We know that um, offensive lineman Devin Willock and Chandler LaCroix, who was a staffer, for the Georgia Bulldogs, a recruitment staffer, were driving in a car at a high rate of speed, over 100 miles an hour. They crashed into a telephone pole, and they were both killed. Mm. We just found out last night, because of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, that Jalen Carter was not only present at the scene of the accident, but that he was also driving in a car where they were racing and really just driving incredibly recklessly. According to the police report, he at first misled police officers. First, he left the scene of the crime, according to the police uh, report, came back two hours later and said that he had just heard the crash from a apartment building wow. nearby. Obviously, that was a lie. Uh, they found out that it was not true, and now he is being charged with reckless driving. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Carter did put out a statement himself saying that he's going to be exonerated yep. of all these charges. So we have to let the legal process play out a little bit. But to me, what really strikes me is the timing. It's March 1st. He was about a half hour from going up on the podium and addressing the entire NFL media, just like so many other players have been yep. done. Obviously, no, he didn't expect it to be now. He knew his involvement. Yeah. Uh, there's just so it's a big surprise because he's one of the few names really that is standing out in Indianapolis. People want to hear him. They want to know who he is because he's supposed to be the best player. Yep. Then the other thing too is Kirby Smart, the Georgia coach, comes out and says that he was really alarmed by the facts and implying that they, they didn't know the extent of Jalen Carter's involvement. Okay, yeah. wh whatever. But it more, is more college a, coaches uh, kind of thinking that they don't know anything. Feels like the first jolt of chaos into this draft yeah. process. I mean, not that the draft is the most important thing in this story, but it really it just puts it off balance because it's not a great draft at the top. It's not 
There's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no sure thing quarterback. So Jalen Carter was a de facto best player. Now that's all up in the air, isn't it? Well, definitely. I mean, and you're you're bringing back, you know, this incredibly or bringing to light the fact that this star player was present in this tragic situation. It's impossible not to see the correlation that not just the NFL draft is going to be clouded by the news that we got today, but also the NBA draft with Brandon Miller and what went on at the University of Alabama with that fatal shooting. And so the NFL draft and the NBA draft are both going to be clouded by these top prospects who were not directly involved in these crime, in these in these in these deaths, part of me, but are right there. I mean, at the scene of the crime, involved to a certain extent, but you know, in one case, Jalen Carter is getting charged with something. Brandon Williams is not getting charged with anything. And it's sad that we're talking about people who lost their lives. It is awful. And then for the sports side of it, I mean, it's kind of fascinating. How, like, how much are teams going to be willing to look the other way, explain it away? You know, are we going to see these guys both, you know, fall in the draft because of these issues or teams going to shrug their shoulders and say, you know what, the talent is worth it, even though it looks like the decision-making of these two young men was terrible at the time, we're going to overlook it because of their talent. Yeah, I think that, obviously, as you mentioned, the situations are different. Yeah, The legal process might affect this with Jalen Carter. Teams might want to see what happens here. Right. So, the, the two charges are misdemeanors, we should right. mention. So. Two charges for now. Right. right. It seems very unlikely that yeah. he would serve jail time. Absolutely. Yeah. But it seems very unlikely that this all be settled by the end of April when the draft is. Great point. I think my sense, and I'm not an expert on this story, but it seems like Brandon Miller's stories is, is over. And there's going to be mm. no, teams are going to look at him and say, from a legal standpoint, yeah. there's no arrests here. He was never charged with anything. I think the fact that Jalen Carter is being charged makes it a, a kind of a different thing for teams. So they have to make a decision by the end of April. They're really going to, I think they already did. I think they all know about this, mm-hmm. but they're really going to have to send their security staffs down to Georgia and find out, okay, what really happened here? Right. What kind of person is this? Because at that level, I mean, one, two, three, four in the draft. You're, you're investing making, millions you're of dollars investment. into these guys. Absolutely. And not to mention blown opportunity. I mean, not to get into the breakdown of the draft, but to me, he's not a quarterback anyway. So teams are going to let him fall. Is there any non-quarterback? Unless you're a pass rusher or a quarterback. Yeah. There's no, you don't have to take a number one. I and mean, there's no defensive tackles that have gone number one in decades. So I think it's going to be easy for teams to move on because of that position. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Well, at some point, somebody is going to select both of these guys. And it's going to be interesting, like how much we talk about the pre-draft process, but how could you, how much do you really get a chance to know somebody and how can you say like, man, this person and granted, they are very young people. They're young and you make dumb decisions when you're hell. Some people make dumb decisions when they're old, but how do you extrapolate whether or not you want to bring this person into your building? Because whether it's the number one overall pick in the draft pro law for 15 or 30 or he drops to the second round or who knows. But at some point, the person becomes part of your organization. And do you trust that they are going to not make bad decisions? Or is this the the wake-up call of their lives? Hey, I need to you know, be making better decisions. Well, it happens with every player, though, doesn't it? They, there's, and then the funny thing, too, Maggie, it's hard to tell. What's this person going to be like once he becomes a pro, once he gets paid? You know, you have to, 
especially at that level of the draft. I mean, can you imagine? I heard some comparisons, totally not the not what happened, but comparisons to teams looking at Jameis Winston coming out of Florida State, sure. who was still he. And, and the question also came up: Will the NFL have to suspend Jalen Carter? Most precedent seems like they will not jump into that arena. So, because he was still at Georgia when this happened, he hadn't declared for the draft. But I think you have to do that with every player. And this is just an extreme example. Maybe it's easier with Jalen Carter because you could kind of tell what you get him in your building. And you ask him, hey, what happened here? Would well, you want to hear his reaction to it? Well, it's not just yeah. about the mis- misleading police officers. Yeah. I mean, if that's indeed true, you know, that is not a good decision. Yeah. But the drag racing in itself or the racing in itself, I mean, listen, I- I'm not naive. I know that this happens all over the country, but to be doing that, and, mm. you know, trying to outrace someone where you're going maybe 100 miles an hour. Oh. I mean, nothing good is going to come of this, obviously. So that decision-making has to get called in, into question as well. Uh, one more one more tentacle of this. Yeah. The Bears have already said they wanted to trade out of the number one pick. Uh, right. Ryan Poles. So presumably they need, def- you know, they need help everywhere, but sure. they need defensive help. Now, if you're calling the Bears, the Bears seem to have no leverage at number one. If I'm Houston... And maybe you say, well, obviously, you know, there's a, you. We know you don't want that pick. We know you don't even want Jalen Carter. The Bears are going to try and get down there. I, I don't know. I'm sort of playing hardball with the Bears mm. because the Bears are probably pretty desperate to get out of that spot. There's who's the pick for them if they're not going to take a quarterback? They have to hope that somebody falls in love with Bryce Young. Yeah, or maybe somehow to C.J. Stroud end up taking over Bryce Young as the top prospect. I don't know. Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, maybe. Maybe, but I, I but, don't know what they're going to do between now and then that's going to get them yeah. to jump Bryce yeah. Young. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But there is one other player. I think Will Anderson, the Alabama pass rusher, is considered in play for that number one pick. So maybe if the Bears get stuck, they go that direction instead of Jalen Carter. But how shocked would you be if Carter remains in the top two or three? Well, it depends what happens. Yeah, it really that's a good does. Point. I mean, that's a good listen, I can call into question the decision making. Ultimately, though, I need to talk to the young man. I need to figure out what he's about, and you know, figure out what what happened. You know, um, as much as you possibly can. It is just an awful situation, really. And now he is again leaving the scouting combine to go back to Georgia to face these charges. Now, he says he's going to be exonerated, so we'll see. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I should also mention there were two other people who were in the car. I did not mention that before. Offensive lineman Warren McClendon, who's also declared for the draft, and Victoria Bowles, who was another staffer for Georgia. They both sustained injuries. Hers worse than his, but they also sustained injuries. I want to make sure we're right about that. So, listen... You guys know we like to have a lot of fun on this show, but this is going to be a story that's going to follow the NFL draft and the NBA draft because of the Brandon Miller situation, which, by the way, keeps getting worse and worse. I mean, I'm watching Nate Oates yesterday from Alabama, just quick tangent, Perloff, Mm -hmm. where the pregame introductions that Alabama's doing, 
basically as one teammate sort of patting down another teammate, right? Yeah. They do this before they go into the octagon and the UFC. Nate Oates yesterday said this was like TSA <laughs> pats you down and now you're safe to fly. Like now you're you're think- ready to take flight. You're cleared for takeoff. Now, Nate Oates did say, we are the adults in the room. We should have never let this happen with a guy who is, you know, allegedly brought a gun to a murder scene. To be patting someone down before a basketball game is obviously a horrific look. Well, and, wait, I mean, they had done it all season, right? And they'd done it all season. But to not understand, hey, you got a lot of eyeballs on you now for yeah, the worst sh- reason possible. Up. Yeah. Definitely should have said, guys, we're not going to do that now. But... Nate Oates cannot, and I don't know if there's any right way where you can try to explain this away because a young woman lost her life and you had two basketball players on your team who were involved in it uh, tangentially. But man, did, I saw him doing this Perloff where he's addressing the media. He keeps looking down at his notes. It's like, yeah. dude, do you need notes to know that this should not have happened before a pregame introduction? Well, what do you think of his excuse that he never watches the introductions? I kind of... I imagine a head coach would never watch a introduction. I've got to be honest with you. There is so little that I now expect from coaches, especially college. Pro is a little different because everyone, you know, everyone's there as professionals, right? But, like, the college coaches, I don't want to say all of them, but so many of them have been so incredibly disappointing year after year. They like to say we're teachers and we're trying to be leaders for young men. And then what always happens when push comes to shove? They make the wrong decision nine times out of ten. It's not about getting the best out of these young guys. It's about winning games. It's always been about that. I'm so, forgive me if I'm super jaded about college coaches on all levels. Yeah, I I maybe I'll make it all sports. Oates. Of yeah. course, Oates is totally clueless about it. You think he had any idea this was going on? This Nate Oates, you think he has any idea what's going on in general right now? He seems kind of clueless. But even if he didn't, even if he's not watching the pregame warmups, there's like how many coaches are on the team? Four or five? There's there's team managers. Four and or a, five? You mean 10 or 15? They, how many I mean, coaches they, now are on There's a, people probably up in the suites watching. I mean, there's a variety of people associated with the program and the team that are probably watching at least once or twice this season that have to be like, hey, we should probably put an end to this. Even if he's not the one doing it, somebody there is doing it. And I'm like, to Maggie's point, forget about the moral bad decisions that these coaches continue to make. Failures? Is that the word Failures, you're looking for? yes. But it's also the always, whenever something goes wrong, it's I wasn't aware of this, but I didn't know this was happening, but I'll take responsibility because I'm the, you should have been aware of it. You should have known. At a certain point, a coach needs to at least understand what's happening around him. Whether he's delegating it out or he's got his hand in the pot, he's got to know. Well, it's also the same thing like when Kirby Smart put out a statement today. You know, it's like, do we really think that Kirby Smart had no clue that Jalen Carter was at the scene of this horrific accident? No, of course. But that's way different. I I guarantee Nato had no idea that celebration was going on. And I guarantee he had no idea what it meant. I guarantee, I will bet my life that he did not understand what those two guys were doing. here's the problem with that because... I feel like sometimes coaches try to sell us on this where they try to expect us to be smart and dumb at the same time, which is I'm so detailed oriented. I'm buttoned up. I'm the head of the program. Nobody can do anything without me knowing about it. And it's like more of a plausible deniability. 
it, it never passes the smell test. These guys think- are so involved in every aspect of the program, yet when it's a detail that makes someone that makes them look bad, well then I didn't know anything about it. But do you think any coach knows anything about the pregame handshakes? I, I that strikes me as a I think if you have a player in your team who's a potential lottery pick who is just at the scene of a murder bringing the weapon to the guy who killed the person, you're probably watching everything he t- he says and does with a very close microscope. So, or at least you if you're not one of your other, you're, you're delegating that right. to somebody else to watch everything he says and does. But this was the first game he did it since the story came out, right? No, because this is he had played in two different games. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, Remember because he had the overtime game where he scored like 40 points or whatever. But you guys are saying this is a moral failure. You know, he should, 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 should. But don't you think that it's very possible that they weren't aware of what the heck was going on? Are you talking about with the pat down or are you talking about the in pat general? Down. The pat down. I don't think the coach made. I don't think the coaching staff had a moral failure by not stopping or whatever. I like think I, I think they just did, they I missed just it. No, the it's not, and... I, I think the thing about it is there's an overall sense, whether this is real or not, but the perception I think coming out of at least Alabama on this one is that, and, and maybe it's just by the fact that Miller continues to play. It's like it seems like almost they're not taking it as seriously as they should. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But there's a perception that, like, well, this terrible thing happened and this woman is dead, but you know what? Life goes on and we got basketball games to win and they keep moving on. Again, whether that's fair or not, I think that's the perception. And then allowing them to do this really just... Well, you say allowing. Tone deaf. Allowing assumes that they knew it was happening and then said they allowed it. Well, if he has been doing it every game, then you did sort of allow it to happen. If if he if they've been doing the pregame thing every time, yeah. then it's still continue to happen, and it's like it's so tone deaf, it kind of goes into the same argument or same perception that they don't care, yeah, about what happened. I hear you, but yeah. I'm sure they missed it. I'm sure they had no idea. I'm sure they had no idea the fallout. Do you think he wants more fallout from this? If Nate Oates had known this was going to be some kind of controversy. Or any code, they definitely would have said stop it, but they no, had no again, idea. It's the gloss, like, Maybe or they're say, glossing over yeah. it, and they don't think that it's important. Like, again, plays into the idea that they're not taking it seriously. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally understand, but I think they miss this one. This is just my opinion. Yeah. Like a pregame, do you think you know NBA coaches have any idea, like, are watching the, the handshake? I think NATO said, I never watched the pregame. He did not know. In this particular, I, I agree, an assistant should have stepped in, but, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you're giving him too much credit to think, oh, man, I should have had the foresight to say, Brandon, don't do this. I don't know. He strikes me as kind of out to lunch. As you mentioned, he had notes for a section that did notes not need yesterday. notes. I'm like, yeah. why do you need notes to just say, are bad? Why is this so hard? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, so that's the latest that's going on. We've got a lot more to do today, including Aaron Rodgers doing his first interview since he emerged from the darkness retreat. What did he say about his football future and also bathroom habits? Why did we need to know this today? We're all going to find out now. 855-212-4CBS. Perloff is in pain already. 855-212-4227. It is Maggie and Perloff. Again, we are across the country on CBS Sports Radio. You can listen to us on Sirius XM Channel 158. You can listen to us on the free Odyssey app. And you can watch us on youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come on in, hit subscribe, and say hello. We're back in a minute. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.